This, 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 this is mythical. Ear Biscuits is supported by AC Pro. It's blazing hot outside. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows out hot air. The issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with an AC Pro. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, the podcast where two lifelong friends talk about life for a long time. I'm Link. And I'm Red. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we're gonna be catching up with each other hey. about our spring breaks. We it, did spring break, man. You're still Red. You're still Link? Yeah, I still am, man. Um, yeah, our, our, our breaks kinda sp- you know, they, they weren't, this was the first year I think that they weren't at the same time. Yeah. Because uh, our kids go to different school systems, even though what is school, you know, with all of this trying to come out of the COVID of it all, I don't yeah. want but. Spring break doesn't mean what spring break used to mean. Cause school, nothing means what it used to mean. But it does mean, mean they don't have to be on Zoom calls all day. Well, it means that yeah, there there That's is no, the only difference. spring break. Still means there is no school for that week. It's yeah. just that our kids it's two different weeks. So like, uh, mine was a three weeks back now, and yours was last week. So it's basically just like mine's not as fresh. But I'll tell you, a big thing did happen in terms of an update, and it's and it is kind of tied to the season of spring break, and that is huge milestone in the Neil home. Uh, Fourth child, Christy is pregnant. Oh gosh, no. Let's see how long we can let that sit out there. Oh, I already said no, I'm sorry. You mean, oh no, I don't, we don't know if we're going to give it up for adoption. No, it's (laughs) it's not true. Okay, no. Quite the opposite, in the Neil home, we gained an adult. Uh, Our oldest child, Lily freaking turned 18 years old. So now the adults like, even outnumber the children. Even as I'm saying it, I don't believe it. Well, in my house, I'm not considered an adult. Well, right, okay, that's uh, true. And that is the running joke. So now there are, Christy has another adult There's in the house. There's two moms and three boys. So I, I, wanna, I wanna talk about that, because I need to process that. Um, but but let's, start with, uh, let's start with your vacation since it's very fresh. I don't know if there's, you know, if there's something to kick it off here, and then we'll I certainly saw, get back to I, I saw something. The adult in my home. You saw something. I saw something on my on my spring break. Now, uh, we went to the beach, and uh, we stayed in a, like a, a community of condos, kind of on the beach, right? And uh, what I noticed pretty early about this community of condos is that while there were other people doing what I was doing, which is like you know renting it for a week, mm-hmm. there was a lot of people who had chosen to retire to this community. Mm-hmm. Side note, I was like, that seems nice. You know, I'm like, I'm sitting there um, washing off my surfboards on the on, on the like the little porch area, uh-huh. and this British woman 
in a robe with a newspaper in one hand and a cup of coffee in the other hand. That's the life, isn't she it? She just walks out and she says, hello. <laughs> and I'm just like, Mary Poppins is here. Oh gosh. And and she she was just, Mary Poppins. she, she have just, an umbrella? <laughs> well, she, if, she, if she had a third hand, she would. And you don't need an umbrella in Southern California, man. Well, when I went to the beach a couple of weeks ago, it what it did rain. Well, you the picked first the, two you, days. You picked the wrong week. We got no rain. It was beautiful the whole time. Yeah, and she no was Mary just, Poppins on my trip. She, I was, you know, cleaning my surfboard, and she was like, "Oh, um, I thought they might be cleaning. Like, there's people who come and clean or whatever." Oh. And I was like, "Nope, just me washing my surfboard." And she was like, "I'm Margaret." She kept it going, huh? <laughs> and I was like, "Hello, Margaret." Yeah, I, and she just seemed. And later I saw her like walking with her husband and they just seemed so happy and contented. That's because you don't know them well. Uh, well, I mean, they're, I don't know. I, I just, mean, they're human. It's if hard, I can be that old with a robe. It's, it's hard to be happy and contented, man. Especially, I, I'm actually concerned for her. It's like, she lives in this condo permanently, but then she's got these people who just come in and out of the place every I think week. She likes and, she likes strangers though. I, I wouldn't like that part of it. But she does. You can tell. That's why she. Did you tell her your name? Did you get into a convo? I did. I, 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 she was like, "I'm Margaret." I'm like, "Oh, I'm just Rhett, Margaret." Actually, I didn't say that. I should, huh. Now that I think about it, I should have said that. Mm-hmm. Would you like a cigarette? She looked like she might have been a smoker. But um, what? What do you mean by that? Nothing. And then <laughs> are her lips? They. She so, just looked. Sometimes I, I feel I'm like not an I can, advocate of I can, smoking. I can look at the lips of people who I think are smokers, and because growing up, I do know there is a certain. Um, wrinkly lip associated with the pooching of the lips for smoking cigarettes. Well, I wasn't talking about sad smoker, I was talking about cool smoker. There's a difference. Well, that shouldn't be talked about at all. I know. We it, shouldn't do anything to not, coolify it's, it's smoking. It's not a Marlboro man. We went, we, we've been through that generation. I'm not trying to bring it back, I'm just saying I believe that Margaret might have been a part of the Marlboro man generation, like okay. a cool, cool smoker. Anyway, she just had that vibe and her voice was a little raspy, but that's not even what I wanted to talk about because I saw another woman. Speaking of contented, good lord, um, I'm walking with the boys. Uh, so there's like one. Uh, it's one of those, you know, up and down the Southern California coast. For a large portion of the California coast, there are these bluffs. Yes, you know what I'm saying. It's not like North Carolina where it's just like you kind of go over some sand dunes and there's just beach. And North in California, you got bluffs. So basically these dirt cliffs. And so the beach accesses are kind of few and far between, right? And so there's for this whole community, there's one and it's a giant thing. So we're walking through the entire community with our surfboards getting ready to go down the steps. And uh, the way that this thing is organized is it kind of, it's a tree of roads that go out into multiple cul-de-sacs, right? Okay. So we're having to like walk through one of the cul-de-sacs to like get on this path. And there is a a woman, she's also old, Mm. and she is walking. It's like, oh, a retiree out for a morning walk. But we're walking down the road, so I can see her at the end of the cul-de-sac, and I'm like, oh, this woman has just reached the end of the cul-de-sac and she's looping around. But then I notice she loops in the cul-de-sac again. And then I notice she loops in the cul-de-sac again. Oh, she's, she's looping she's, in the cul-de-sac. That's her walk. She's stuck in the cul-de-sac. I don't know if she was stuck in a loop or if this was intentional. I believe it was intentional. And I'm like, this is an interesting choice 
because it's not like leaving the cul-de-sac presents new challenges, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's still a flat road. It, it sounds like the senior citizen version of a dog chasing its own tail. <laughs> but she seemed happy. But Just that's like a dog only, chasing its own tail. But that's only one aspect of this woman that I wanted to relay. The second aspect is the fact that she is listening to a book on tape is what I still call it. She's got a Walkman? Uh, and how did I know what she was listening to? Because she was holding her phone and it was on speaker. Uh, I've seen this before, yeah. Now and as you're approaching, you're realizing this and you're also realizing, I'm not only gonna meet her once, I'm gonna have to meet her twice. Well, On not, both sides of the cul-de-sac. No, the timing is such that I could either completely bypass her oh. or I could cross her at once, but I'm not gonna get stuck in the this loop. This is a strange practice. I mean, I thought about getting stuck in the loop just out of sympathy, just once, just like, come on boys, we're gonna take a loop with this woman and then we're gonna release but and go to the But she's listening beach. to a book on speakerphone. Not just any book. Why? She's listening to a romance novel. What? Because the only thing that I made out was she grabbed him by the hips. Yes. So she was listening to a romance novel on a loop on speaker and I happened to get the sex scene, which I mean, they're pretty frequent in a in a in a romance novel. Probably three or four, every three or four loops, she probably has a sex scene. It's a pretty big cul-de-sac. Well, it has. To, I would say every three or four chapters is a sex scene. Uh, in, in well, it depends on. I mean, I, I dep depends on who the author is. But I was like, this woman is living her best life. So, did you get behind her when you started to hear the hips? No, I thought that would be inappropriate. But it hit me. I was like. There are things about this scenario so weird. that I could I could worry about this woman. Like if this woman was my mother or my grandmother, I'd be like, yeah, grandma, she's stuck in a loop again and she's listening to a romance novel on speaker. But then it, I saw it in a different light and I was like, this woman has made the choices that she wants to make without regard to anyone's opinion. I mean, I don't, she's not stupid. She She didn't look stupid and she didn't care. She didn't care that I knew that she was in a loop. She didn't care that I knew that she was listening to a romance novel, that the sex scenes were penetrating okay. the air and my ears and my children's ears. I admire this woman. There's, I'm not concerned about her at all. I just wanted to relay it as a beautiful picture of humanity. I just don't, I, I, I'd, I, is there a reason why she's listening on speakerphone? Is it? That's the thing you're taking issue with? Yeah, that's, that is the one thing. Like you, You're just bypassing the loop. That makes yeah, sense Yeah, it's you. like, uh, maybe she, you know, I could come up, I, I don't really care about that, you're right. <laughs> but the, but the, it's just like the people who talk on speakerphone, like this, I think it's tapping into a pet peeve of mine. People in public talking on a speakerphone when they should, and they'll listen Hmm. And then they'll put the phone up to their mouth as if it's not on speakerphone in order to talk into oh, it. Oh, people do this a lot. Like I don't like this is a this is a version of that that's even worse. I think it might be a distaste for headphones. Headphones, like not knowing how to use headphones or keep up with them, or she maybe she just lost them. Well, I don't have my headphones, but I still got to get my story. Yeah, I think the explanation of the loop. She definitely calls it my story. Is is simpler than we might think. I think it could be uh, again nothing against people who are aged, but it could be a bladder issue. It could be like, I don't, if I need to pee, I don't wanna be too far away from my apartment, right? 
I don't wanna be on the other side of this complex when it hits me. Maybe she just got back home, but she wants to hear more of her story. So kinda like with a podcast, you might sit in your driveway to finish it up before you go in the house. Um, but well, again, that's this is why I, the other part is the part I care about. Yeah, maybe there's. I don't really care about her reasons. You don't care about, ultimately that's your, what I'm I know, saying. that's your point. That yeah. You don't care about the reasons, but that one, the using a speaker phone on a phone in general bothers me, except in very narrow situations. Hmm. When you, you're like, you want your whole family in the living room to hear what grandma's saying on the phone call. You Sometimes know? I don't wanna hold the phone in my ear though. I don't like doing that either, but I'll, I will go through the trouble to put in the. What if you don't have your headphones? The headphones. There are sometimes when I'm. I put it in my ear, man. I, I'm doing I use it like a phone. Well, no, there's sometimes in like I never, never in public. If but if I'm in the house and Jesse calls me and she's and she's talking to me and Jesse does this too. I've noticed. I didn't even really thought about this until now. Um, like my wife talks to her sister quite a bit, right? And there are many mornings where I go into the bathroom and Jessie is like getting ready in the bathroom and she's just got her phone on the counter and she's having a conversation with her sister. Like that's very common and I feel like I I, yeah. I, I, I get that. You you want it to be in, if you, in well, your ear? I mean, for I'm just saying at your house. If you're getting ready and you can't put stuff in your ears and because your face is getting wet. Sometimes you just don't want to hold it up here though. When it's you're just, doing stuff like... with both your hands, yeah. But ideally there'd be a, I mean I do that. I put the ear earbuds in but I, yeah, you're right. I'm sure there's a way to just celebrate it and say, you know what, she's doing her thing. Let's stay out of it. Yeah, the woman in the loop. But you're right about the cliffs, to get back to that. I mean, because we went to um, a little further south than you. Mm -hmm. Our vacation was uh, at Del Mar. So we're like at um, like Torrey Pines Nature Reserve. You got, there's the Torrey Pines Golf Course on the on the south end Very of that. Famous. But then there's like this this big point that comes out and it's this, reserve where these Torrey Pines reside, I think is one of the only places on earth where these p particular pine trees grow. What makes them so Torrey? Um, what does that even mean? I looked at them and they, I rode my bike up there and uh, they didn't look that, I, I couldn't have said, wow, I've never seen a pine tree like this before. It was a little bit different, but it are they, wasn't are like, they, are the, you have to be the a botanist. Limbs, the think. limbs start at the top no. or the bottom? Or are they all, all concentrated at the top? Um, yeah, it's not tall and slender. It's more wide and even from like the- Like a giant Christmas tree. Uh, but not rectangular either, it's more- Rectangular? Uh, you mean triangular? That's what I meant, yeah, oh. triangular. The old rectangle tree, <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm interested in this. It is a little bit more like unshapely going in all types of directions um, than it being vertical and triangular in nature. But you can also, you have to time your hike down on the beach in front of Torrey Pines Reserve the for tide, the tides. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the beach here, it just goes away. You get so excited about renting a place at the beach and then you get there and you realize, first of all, I'm like 45 feet above the beach and I can't just walk out and just go down like that's the, that's the North Carolina beaches that have spoiled us where it's like 100 yards of beach right. uh, before you get to the water and you have to time it right to, to hike that, the, the frontage part, like the beach part of Torrey Pines Reserve and one of the main things you gotta watch out for is you can't walk too close to the cliffs because, I mean, and I read this thing in their brochure. Like a, a dude died, like boulders fell down like a little a little landslide and just killed the guy. 
And it happens not infrequently. Yeah, I mean, last time we went to the beach closer to where you were, we set up our stuff on the beach and the lifeguard came over and said, you need to get away, from, you're too close to the cliff. You right. gotta be closer to the water yeah. because uh, it's dangerous. And uh, I was told by somebody who lives down there, uh, so there's all these really nice homes that are like right at the top of the bluffs, right? And you see that some of them have like a, a deck or something or a patio that literally it's beginning to erode underneath their patio. Yeah, like the. And I don't know, I may be speaking out of school, I'm just relying on testimony of one individual who lives down there, but I was told that if your property falls into the ocean or falls off of the bluff, you cannot rebuild. So it's very difficult to get insurance. So if you're, ha and every, every few years apparently, somewhere along California coast, it's just like, oh, there goes somebody, my deck. Somebody lost their house or a portion yeah. of their house, it become it, it gets condemned and there's nothing you can do. I was also told that the steps that come down from the homes to the beach, which you know, a few homes have those, if those go away, you can't rebuild those. Hmm. You you know the steps the um, up at Point Doom, just north yeah. of Malibu, there's well, that our very first ever uh, uh, paddle boarding excursion, which was a part of the mythical show. We had to walk down all these flights of stairs with those paddle boards in order to get down there because it's more of an isolated beach on the south side of Westward Beach. And yeah. that, that's where we tried to learn because it was so isolated. And um, I took Christy there for Valentine's Day. We were gonna have like a, we, well we were just gonna have a beach date. Don't tell me the steps are gone. And it was so windy, I was like, I know the place where we need to go. And we went to that place and yeah, they have removed all of the steps. I don't think they eroded away or anything. They removed all of it. You can't get to point, you can't get down there to the And beach. then there's like tape up, like caution tape, and there's a crane. I think they're gonna rebuild it all because there's a crane there and it's been there for a year though. And That's I, like a beautiful spot. I, I was like, we're here, this is a beautiful spot. It's Valentine's Day, there's, no, there's so much wind. This is the only place that isn't gonna have wind and I go underneath the caution tape and, and I'm like, we're just gonna go down this the steps. And then I once we go under there with our stuff, I'm like, Chrissy's behind me. I'm like, uh, there are no steps anymore, but there are people down on the beach, so if they can do it, we can do it. So then for the next 20 minutes, we're like on our butts with like- Sliding down the- Like a cooler and a freaking blanket and like you're just trying to get down the cliff. You didn't end up having sex on the beach, did you? Because I know that you guys like to do that. Uh, I, you know how it is when like you have these thoughts in your head and then like when when you're actually living oh, the reality you were of thinking it. about it. Well, I'm always thinking about it. Because I know you also bring a blanket wherever you go, regardless of the season. But it's, it's key to bring two blankets for such a scenario as this. Or a really big blanket will work. Yeah, one that'll fold over. Yeah. I mean, I've got, I've got privacy standards, good gracious. But yeah, none of that, I mean it was, basically it was a near death experience to get down there. And then the whole time we're just kind of worried, how much, is it I, gonna be more difficult yeah, to get back I, up? I, I get so anxious about that kind of thing, like are we gonna, like I'm always like, you know what, I know I can do it, but I don't know if the rest of my family can do it. And I feel responsible for that. And when all. we were coming down, there was this like really buff, huge guy and this really small girl. Yeah, typical Malibu. And then they were, in a fight because he was down at the bottom yelling at her halfway to to just come on down. 
but not in a price is right kind of way. And I like our 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 relationship is is uh, hinging on this moment, hinging on this moment kind of a way. Um, as, I mean, as it should. She did she did get down there, and then she did you know she took off most of her clothes, and he started taking pictures of her. Oh, she's an Instagram model. Uh, apparently, oh. that's what happened. Did but, you um, did you ask her for her uh, handle? Um, no. Hey, I'm really interested in what you've got going on here. I really like to see it on the internet. No, but I mean, Christy talked to her and encouraged her that she did a good job of getting down the mountain. Oh, really? I thought you were better. But I will were... say that Christy passed her and just showed her how it's done. Mm. Yeah, girl. Mm. We, uh, need, we need to talk about, not right now, but it just file this away, the Instagram uh, handles that are on the back of trucks in North Carolina, oh, which is a whole th phenomenon. I've heard about this. We got yeah. We got to get into that one day. Yeah. Well, I know we're going back home, and it's like maybe I think we'll have fresh eyes coming back from going back home, and hopefully we'll see some of that. So, uh, you know what? I'm I, I'm saying right now, when I go back home this summer, I'm going to be on a mission to catalog all the Insta trucks that I see, and then I'm going to have a, an Insta truck off on my Instagram. Oh. Shoot. Well, hold on. I want to join in on this. Okay. Well, it can be a tournament. Who can? Who? Okay. You. You get your. You, who gets the best? Who gets the best Insta truck? And it, it goes by who finds the one with the most followers wins the wins the, wins a truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So one of us is going by the other buy guy the a truck. truck. But it could be any truck. It could be like a two hundred dollar truck that's okay. This trying is to get rid this of. is this is fun. This is fun. All right. All right. Challenge accepted. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I I think it was yeah episode before last, in the video version we were we we cut to footage of Jesse filming each of our kids when we first moved to Los Angeles when they were in the airport ten and years we ago. were talking about the ten year anniversary and you know I I know a lot of you got a kick out of seeing that video um, I think we also put it on Instagram on the mythical account but I mean I'm just my heart just melts at how little our kids were, and we've already talked about this, except to say that like, Lily was seven. She is, she's, and she was a, I guess she was about to turn eight. Right, right, right. And now, she's, she just turned 18. It's like, I, I'm still trying to come to grips with the fact that like, my daughter, our first child, is an adult. I, it's, it's the first time in a long time I've had this sensation that I had when Chrissy and I got married because we were the first ones in our friend group to get married. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I mean, I know a lot of people do this and it's, and I know that it's normal to feel nervous, but like in your immediate friend group to be the first one doing something that's such a statement was, it, it added a little trepidation to it. I remember that feeling because that's kind of what came back when I'm like, Man, she, I have an, a, another adult in the house. Um, but then the flip side of that is I've done it. 
like I am super proud of Lily and who she is and who she's still becoming. There's a lot of lot of work that she still has to do, but it ain't my work anymore, right? <laughs> Officially, <laughs> you know, I'm just like it hasn't been for some time, I'm, actually. It, yeah, pr- <laughs> practically speaking, that's that's abs- that's absolutely true. But it's you know there was just this. There's a card. There's like this trump card that you can no longer play when they're 18. At least it feels like. And it's like, okay, this is really your decision. I mean, when she turned 18 uh, at the end of March, I'm like, hey, you, what, you want to smoke some cigarettes, join the military. Oh. Make the most of this. Here's and all she, the stuff that you can do. And she's like, uh, I think I'll just, um, you know, uh, think about going to college and make some progress there and let's watch another episode of Survivor. You know, that's the, that's the thing. I mean, she's been accepted at one of her top choices, but she, ha- she hasn't made a final decision because she's on a couple of waiting lists for colleges uh, for the fall. Um, but that's exciting. We're gonna, but you know, the, the COVID of it all has changed so much about this. And is yeah, the fact that this is her, that her senior year was a, was COVID is, it really kind of sucks for unfortunate. her. Unfortunate. I think, I think she's, she, has made the best of it, is how I see it, but. Well, we really came to appreciate how much of an introvert she is. Yeah. That it's, I mean, she's not, she hasn't had a lot of frustration and suffering from just being in her own space. There's, in a lot of ways, she actually thrived more. So like her quality of life, is good has it has improved? Well, it's interesting. In I was ways. I was reading an article that was that was about this very thing. That was the people who have secretly thrived during COVID and are and almost there's a there's a little bit of shame about it because they're like I know that this has been horrible, but I kind of been into this, and it, I think it's an interesting contrast like between uh, Lily and Locke because Locke is you know extroverted but also just you know super a challenger and so he he just like i said in the uh the video last week mm-hmm. um and the, just the idea that like he's constantly complained about the fact that he feels like the, the his jun- his junior year was stolen from him you yeah. know um so i'm glad that it was yeah. his junior year and not his senior year for his sake for, for just it, because of the way that he is yeah and lily doesn't yeah, she doesn't talk like that. Right. So that that that's a good sign, but it you know, it's I mean, going off to college is especially with this transition that she's making from COVID and then kind of getting back out into normalcy and then being plunged into this world of uh a, a college adulthood, uh which I feel like is different than non-college adulthood. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's just my sense about it. But it's th- there's a lot there in that transition. And I think there there has been this experience of, I'd, and I, I, I'm this way, that like whenever I get stressed out or intimidated by something, instead of diving into it and figuring it out fully, it's more like, well, if I can keep it at arm's length, I won't have to um, be as worried about it. I mean, it's, it's nice that she's been accepted at like one of her top schools that she wanted to go to, so like, Okay, we know that the plan's in place and everything's going, but like the details of like, right, we're going to visit the campus, but we can't go in the buildings yet. And so it's just kind of like seeing the campus on our own. There's no official, they'll send you like a virtual tour 
and stuff like that. But it's, she hasn't really wanted to like explore everything about it because I think it would make it feel even more real and it's something that we kind of want to ease into. Because over the course of COVID, I mean, she did not really, she didn't have a senior year experience. So every, all of these milestones that you would have that would really gear you up and prepare you and excite you for this next phase of life is just something that didn't happen. You know, and I'm not, right. yeah, you got the, you got graduation coming up, which I don't even, we still don't know what that's gonna look like. Um, you got the prom, which isn't, probably isn't gonna happen. You've got all the other things throughout the year that seniors do that make you feel like you're on the precipice of the rest of your life. That I mean, none of that happened. For for her birthday, it just take, it takes a lot of work to be able to commemorate anything. You know, she's got her friends driving by in the front, hanging out in the front yard at a distance, and um, you know, she was surprised by some of the people that. You know, Christy had contacted to show up, so she she was really honored, and it was really cool. But it was not nothing is tropish. Nothing taps into. Oh yeah, this is this is how people going into college. This is how it works on the CW network. You know, like the the tropish dramatic version, and so now you have this identification yeah. with things through um, just the typical practices. Apartments.com has more rental listings than anywhere else. So finding the perfect place is easier than ever and so is finally moving in together, just the two of you. It's a big step. Lots of new responsibilities, lots of adjustments. Most likely, they'll wake you up at odd hours to go to the bathroom. And you'll most definitely find yourself in trouble coming home late for dinner. They may even unroll all your toilet paper next time. It's just what happens when you two find a new place together. But you're not doing it because you feel like it. No, you're doing it because you love them, because they're family. And that's why Apartments.com has more pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. Did you know that's what we were talking about? Yes. Pets. So that you and your furry family can find the perfect new place together. Apartments.com, the place to find a pet-friendly place. Well, it, one, one so it's thing just that, been real strange. One thing for, for, for our kids that I think helps with this a little bit though, compared to, Think think about how predictable our existence was at that time in our lives, right? We've been going we've been going to school with the same people since first grade, you since kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And like there was just I just think about what COVID would have been like at Harnett Central High School in 1996, that senior year, like if all of a sudden we couldn't go to First of all like how would they even have done, they couldn't have done online school because no one had a computer at home. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. But you just think about how we had these events. I, one of the things I've noticed just about my kids is that those tropish things that you're talking about, like prom and you, this is how you do things and you go to the football game on Friday night. Like, I'm sure that's still happening in a lot of places in America, but something about 2021 in, in Los Angeles especially, their experience is just kind of different, and isn't it is. so. So I feel like they actually have more capacity. As much, I, mean, I know this is contradictory to what I was saying earlier with Locke complaining about this stuff, but I think, and also the fact that they moved in the middle of their right. childhood to a new place, and they were homeschooled, and then they started going to school, and I just feel like our kids Her are a, a lot more flexible. Experience, you got to remember is going to 
going to high school as a freshman, where right. a student body of thousands, literally thousands of students. I, I think the fact that she she's made a hell of a transition. that transition already oh, yeah. is like. I think it's. I think that her transition into college. It, my my take on it is that it would. It's going to be less less of a deal for her than it would have been for us if we had if, if everything had been shaken up so big. She's excited about it. She can't. I mean, she can't wait for it. I mean, she feels like she didn't. She had a strange high school experience. So it's you know she's she's get she's excited about starting college on like more of equal footing with everybody else, which is in no way how her high school career uh, started. And then it fizzled out before it really got going. And again, I'm, I'm just grateful that she's, um, that she's been fine with it and that she's, she's found a way to, to, to continue to be healthier over the course of this past year. Um, so, you know, when we, when we went on our spring break trip, it was like, okay, Lily, this is your last spring break trip. So we wanted to do what we could within all of the limitations that we have. So she brought a friend, um, which was great, uh, great for her. And you know, it's you know, it's uh, it's a friend of like her friend's family. We're all friends, right? So like we're all hanging out normally, but so it's like we know her really well, and so that. That was nice for her to have a friend there that like Lincoln was also friends with and that. But it brings a different dynamic to vacation when you bring a, uh, when a kid brings a friend. I, I, it makes everybody's on a little better behavior. So I like that dynamic of it oh, too. Yeah. So she got a friend and we all got to be uh, a little more cordial with each other over the course and of the, the week. Ki- and the kids behave more. Yeah, cause they don't wanna, you know, you don't wanna, Th- throw you know, no one wants to throw a tantrum and embarrass you don't want to show your ass so to speak right when, right. when there's non-family there and I'm not talking about Lando throwing a tantrum I'm kind of talking about me <laughs> uh, but um yeah I'm just having an having an and and, and then just so when it's whether it's spring break or whatever it is just having this mentality that like and then I'll say this a lot to the kids when they're at each other's throats it's like you know well Lily, you're not gonna, you're not, she's not gonna be here much longer. She's gonna go off to college and then, you know, somebody's gonna have to take care of her cat. The you. cat the cat is gonna be how we like feel a, a connection to Lily. Well, that's interesting. But taking care, that's why. I, that's the cat how I, doesn't feel that connection to you. That's how I'm <laughs> trying to work that out in my mind is that like, okay, I can't, me caring for the cat when Lily is gone until we can get this cat to live with the lily, which I assume can't happen freshman year. We'll right, sneak it in there. Um, but now everything is kind of shifted that way in terms of like, this may be the, this is, there's only a few more months before Lily leaves, so we gotta make the most of this. Let's not, let's not be jerks to each other kind of thing. How's that working out? I, I, I can tell sometimes that it actually works a little bit. Like if I say something, I mean, especially Lando, because Lando, I mean, you should have you should read the card that he like hand wrote a letter to Lily for her birthday and was talking about how much he loved her and how how much he hopes that her going off to college will be a great experience. And you know, it's super sweet. Uh, but even Lincoln, you can kind of see it's like we all are like coming to grips with the fact it's like. 
we've never, they've never lived life without her in it. So the wheels are turning for them that like, okay, this is gonna be, this is not gonna be easy. This this is this is gonna be sad. And I mean, I, I, I'm sure when we get, I'll share the whole experience when it comes of like taking the daughter to college and leaving her, but like man, it's hard to it's hard to think about even right now because it's uh it's it's there's so much emotion wrapped up in this thing, you know, of of her uh leaving home. And I but but at this point it looks like she's not going real far. Like at one time she was like looking at like the University of Hawaii and she got accepted there. And we're like, oh, you don't, I mean, it's Hawaii's great. I love to have an excuse to go there more often, but I don't like the idea of you being stuck in the On middle of an ocean that far away. So I don't think that's happening. I think we're like far enough away that like, this is my prediction. She'll end up far enough away that I won't be able to see her or her to come home every weekend or every month. But if I need to get there, I can within a and few she hours. And she's not, in less than a day's drive. Um, she's not the kind of person who's going to uh, be like calling you with every problem that she runs into. Like that, it, she doesn't strike me as that kind of person. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking of ways to like, you know, to, to foster more of a text connection, to like build some habits so that there will be, like we'll be in the habit of talking on a, on a semi on a daily basis or at least every couple of days. So that's it. yeah because I think the tendency will be more like you and I when we went off to college. It's like, well first of all I went home every weekend to get my laundry done and to see my my girlfriend. That ain't going to happen with her. So it's I but besides that it wasn't like I was talking to my mom constantly or processing my my transition with my mom. Right. I don't recall doing that. Well, but I, I'm, if she, my goal is that she called your, your mom that called will you, but you didn't call your mom as much, and it was kind of similar to me. I right. I mean, in my mind, I did. I remember, and we were only an hour away from home, going to college, and then seeing my mom again on Thanksgiving. Like that's I know that's not true, but that's how I processed it, and that's how like with with my kids, like if they if like my kids go back to sometimes they'll like fly to North Carolina like alone to like spend time with, with family. And it'll be like a week and neither me or, nor Jesse has communicated with them in any form. <laughs> it's just, it, it, and I, I'm just, and I, cause, cause that's just their person, they're just, they're like me in that way. And so I have a feeling that there will not be the course, going to see, but texting going, every couple of days. But it is a, such a, going to college is different than visiting oh, family, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, you, I think you're gonna want to have more of that connection, but I- Especially so initially. So I'm trying to be strategic now and say, all right, we gotta develop some habits because if I just spring it on her, then I'll be badgering her her first month on campus and it'll be like not used to it kind of a thing. I was thinking about that this morning actually. So, I mean, I think that that was certainly the defining experience of of my spring break. I want to hear more about yours, and I do think that as we gear up towards and as as she leaves to go off to college, that uh, I'll be processing that. So you'll be hearing about it. But um, let's go to more of the temporal. 
Well, I had vacation. I, I, uh, I met another person on as part that was part of this community. Okay. Uh, I actually met a lot of old folks who were very curious about things. Um, curious about the surfboard. Like I'm carrying the surfboard and I've got like my paddle because I'm paddleboarding. Uh-huh. And they're asking lots of questions. Is that, is that what's these people must have not have lived there because they would have known. They were like, "What's the difference between that and a regular surfboard? Can I see the? Can I see it? Can I see the bottom of it? Like oh, just wow. like two couples just like asking questions. It's good to be old and curious. Is your response like mine, which would be, I'm going to answer this while in motion, so as to say that I'm not going to, I'm not here to have a conversation with you. No, I've, I'm friendlier than you. So like you'll like stop. You'll like shift your weight to your heels, make eye contact with a stranger, and then have a meaningful conversation. As I did. That's vacation, man. Good for you. Um, but the more interesting thing. My problem is I'd be like, I gotta get in that water. I'm on a mission. No, I was coming back from it. I had already right, served. I, I gotta get in the shower. I'm on a mission. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you, I wonder how you would have dealt with this. Ear Biscuits is supported by Superfeet. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Well, guess what? Your feet don't have to hurt. When you add the signature orthotic shape of super feet insoles to your shoes, you give your feet comfort and support where they need it most, helping redistribute forces to reduce stress and strain on your entire body, not just your feet. Super feet insoles are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. Since 1977, super feet has helped millions of people worldwide experience the life-changing magic of comfy, pain-free feet. Super feet insoles upgrade the fit, feel, and function of your footwear to help you feel your best. The signature orthotic shape of Superfeet gives your feet the right type of support where you need it most. Physicians not only recommend Superfeet to their patients, they wear Superfeet insoles in their own shoes. Superfeet is the number one doctor worn and recommended insole. Superfeet has thousands of five-star reviews and is the insole of choice for top athletes on the field, on the ice, and on the slopes and everywhere in between. Superfeet has a wide range of insoles for every activity, every shoe, and every foot. From cushioned and flexible to firm and supportive, you can dial in your fit by taking their quick online quiz. We took the quiz, we've got our, mm-hmm. our insoles coming, they're on their way. You just answer a few short questions and Superfeet will recommend the best insole choice for you. Visit superfeet.com and enter the promo code EAR at checkout for 15% off your first order, plus free shipping. We're getting ready to, uh, to go out, and I, I had just purchased um, insurance, two new boards Life for, for the boys, like two foam boards, because we had like one. Anyway, and I learned something that uh, there's this soft top wax for surfboards. Like I always thought, like oh, soft top surfboards don't need any wax, but the guy at the place was like, no, actually, there's a thing called soft top wax, and it'll make the experience a lot better. But it's a different wax; it's softer. So. We're like outside in the little sort of common area where it's like this landscaping and grass and stuff. And we've got the boards out there and I'm making the boys like wax their boards. Mm -hmm. And uh, this older dude comes out of his condo and he's got on a visor. Perfect. And um, I respect. Blocks the sun, doesn't alter the hairdo. I respect the visor, thought about wearing one from time to time. But he says, um, hey, and he just, he, he just, he, I, 
You know how when somebody begins talking and you're like, oh, this is one of those guys who just likes to talk to people? Yeah. I can't even remember what the first thing out of his mouth, but it was almost just like, I've never met you before, but I'm picking up where our last conversation that we never had left off. It's like he's picking up where the last conversation left off with, with another stranger. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just, I'll just keep going. I'll keep going with these guys. And then I said. And so we were talking to him for a little bit and you know, he's he's from, he, he used to live in a similar area in, in, in LA that we live in and so he's like talking about some like restaurants and stuff and I'm like, this guy, this guy is, is a aggressive talker. Now, as I said, I'm friendly. I'm not an initiator mm-hmm. of, I don't initiate many conversations with people, but I respond and engage in conversations. So you answered his questions, but you didn't ask questions. Oh, I, he, I didn't need to ask this man any questions to get any information. But, so, but he's, he's kinda, you can tell that he's sort of like, Sensing, okay, like, okay, here's a dad, and then there's a couple of boys, uh, teenagers, whatever. And uh, so he goes, you can tell he's reaching into the back pocket of his stories that will impress teenage boys. Ah. He's like, well, uh, I was in college. Oh. Uh, I got a job with a a beer company, delivering beer. Well, what kind of job is that for a college guy? (laughs) Taking kegs around. (laughs) I'm like, oh, where's this going? The boys are getting a kick out of it. I can tell, they love it. They love hearing this kind of thing. He's like, and then he decides to like take it up a couple of notches and he's like, and then there's one morning, I gotta deliver to this uh, strip club. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I go in there in the morning and it's it's the morning, there's nobody in there, but there's a girl on stage shaking her titties. Oh God. So, I mean, I didn't, at that point I was just like, how long is this gonna go, right? Cause it's like he's he's got he's well, gone for. It's like what's what's gonna happen? I've said nothing. I've not encouraged anything, and we've already got beer and titties. And mm. I, where else do we go from here, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so he keeps talking, wow. and he t- he finishes that story. Which it, I mean, none of the stories were good. It just they had buzzwords in them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it, they didn't have nothing happened. They didn't have a beginning, middle, and end. Okay. So he keeps going, and at this point we've. I can tell that now Locke and Shepard are kind of. Nobody's in the strip club. Do they they still dance? It's kind of like. He's lying. If a stripper falls in the club and no one's there, do you hear it? (laughs) Right, right. He's lying because they don't just go out there. You don't know. Neither one of us have ever been to a strip club. Okay, I haven't been to a strip club, but I'm saying I know enough about life and people to estimate that if somebody comes in, they're like, oh, surely go out there on the stage. But if no one's out there on the stage, you think Shirley's just gonna be up there? But he was just delivering, he was the delivery guy. Yeah. But maybe maybe she could get some some, some, some dollars. He, did, he didn't say he gave her anything. But at this point in the, in the story, Locke and Shepard have both finished waxing. And now they're kind of waxing for show. Okay. You know, it's like, okay, well, I don't, I'm gonna keep moving my hand, but I've fully waxed my board at this point. But he's just getting going. Oh. And so then he realizes that's that. That's when I would have not, I would have stopped, I would have put this stuff away and I would have stood. He then notices that I'm not saying anything back to him. I'm kind of fake laughing at certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he's, I guess he sensed that and he was like, so what do you do? Oh. And I was like, oh gosh, oh gosh. I mean, uh, th- this beer. is 
Titties. This is such a loaded question for us as we've discussed many times and as you have, <laughs> you did at one point, when an Uber driver asked you what you did, you answered, I make corporate videos. Because yes, you thank wanted- you, Thank you, you for reminding me. You wanted to be truthful, but to shut the conversation No down. one wants to talk about those corporate videos. So I- If the corporation happens to be YouTube, so and be I, it. And, and so- Google. I, I don't, I can't do that. Uh, but what, I got pretty close. I did what I usually do, which is, um, I, I, I run a production company in LA. That's what I, I. That's what I say. Probably a little too loaded. Yeah. Because he immediately responded with, "I know it, this is the anecdote that he responds to anyone that he finds out is even tangentially involved with the entertainment industry." He says, "Do you know they made Titanic and Tijuana?" <laughs> what? <laughs> so okay, and I'm like. No, he's like, you didn't know that? Like he's disappointed in me. Mr. I have a production company in Los Angeles and I didn't know they made The Titanic and Tijuana, a movie that was made in the mid 90s that I have nothing to do with because I'm not in the movie industry. But so, and I'm like, really? First of all, he's, it. you had to be relieved that like it's immediately back on him and you're learning something. I don't know if I'm learning truth though. I mean, it, could, matter. Be, it could be true. Tijuana, Mexico. And so then he tells me the the connection that he has with a guy who worked on the movie and then he tells me a story about them like, you know the scene where the water's coming down the hallway? <laughs> well, first time they shot that, they didn't support the walls well enough and it just went in the hallway and it just knocked the walls down. And so he's proud of the fact that he knows this and he's and he's strangely like a little bit irked that I didn't know this. <laughs> I mean, how do you own a production company in Los Angeles right. and you don't know these classic yeah. Titanic Tijuana stories? Quit now. Uh, but eventually when I didn't really respond much to that, because at this point I was kind of losing my patience, he was like, he didn't say anything. He just turned around and went inside. What? Yeah, he was just like, and he was gone. It was just what? like. Hold on, Did okay, hold on. Did you see him turn and walk away or was he just gone? Because there might be an angel situation happening here. <laughs> no. A titty angel. I saw him go in. I think he needed to get another beer. I think this dude, Yeah, this dude's still about beer and titties at this point. <laughs> and there's, I believe there was a lot of beer going on. I think that was the name of a ludicrous album. Beer and titties? Yeah. Um, it isn't that, but it's close to it. So I can't believe he just walked away. Yeah, I think this is M.O. I think he's just like, all right, I'm done. Drop the mic. Go inside. He doesn't. He again. He started the conversation as if we were picking up somewhere where we left off with the conversation we never had, and he just ended it with no pleasantries. Okay. Like no, have fun out there or anything. He's just like do you want a wall, steady's beer, and he just turns around and he's in his house. He knew you got what you came for. Right. Yeah. He says I've been. He's like I've been through it all. I told the beer and titty story. I've told the Tijuana story. What else do these guys need? What do they want from me? So we go inside and then Locke and Shepard, <laughs> Locke and Shepard. <laughs> it's like, should I have tipped him? I don't know. Locke and Shepard are like, that guy was awesome. <laughs> like they just thought he was great. Um, and I was like, well, he's not really great and he's not really awesome. But let me tell you the highlight of, of I've saved it for last. Oh, nice. I have a highlight of the, the vacation. Uh, not a lot happened in a good way, right? I mean, it was kind of just chilling in this condo. 
Yeah, that's what we did. Uh, Lots of cereal eating, some ice cream eating. Just taking it easy, watching TV. Oh yeah. Uh, we did get deeply sucked into another reality show as a family. Uh, shout out to 60 Days In. I know that some of you are fans. But okay, you need to stay focused. You, you've teased this big story. It's don't... not that big. I gotta tell you, I gotta just give you the premise of this show. I just don't, I know how you are with this. No, no, I'm not gonna talk about later. it. No, no, I'm not gonna talk, I'm just gonna give you the premise of the show. The premise of the show is that there is a sheriff somewhere in the United States, Arizona, I think. Okay. And he has created this program where he gets normal folk to go to jail, and it's it's technically jail. It looks like a prison situation, like more long-term, but it's technically jail. It's like holding people for their court dates and stuff like that. Uh huh. And he, you go in and you become a prisoner or an inmate or whatever the correct word is for 60 days. And you hit the, the sheriff's idea is that you're going in as like a spy to like get information so he can figure out like how drugs are getting into the jail and stuff like that and like all the is shenanigans. Is a real jail? It's real and it's in its fifth season and the fifth season is on Netflix and the first four seasons I think were on A&E. It's mind blowing that this is a this is a show. A real jail with real inmates. And they film the whole thing. But and then you put in someone who is guilty of nothing in you, order to get information. You put like two or three women with the women and two or three men with the men and you follow them and you do interviews with them and you do interviews with other inmates and the whole time it's being filmed and they think, everyone in the prison thinks or in the jail thinks that this is just a documentary because you know they film documentaries inside yeah. these places all the time. And I'm not gonna say that it's quality television, but. So just because they're incarcerated, once you can lie to them? Uh, it seems suspect. It, there, there's a lot of ethical questions raised just by the fact that this show exists, but that didn't stop us from consuming the entire season in one week. So anyway, um, I did, it was, and the kids were just, especially Shepard was just like really into it and just kinda, we were all kinda blown away that it was, hey, that this show happens, and it kind of that that effect never wore off. It's, again, not quality television, but just. But the highlight of the trip, of course, was it was interacting with the ocean, right? <laughs> and I'm sorry, that wasn't a joke. <laughs> interacting with the ocean. So of course, you know, I've got big big dreams of having, and I'm sure that this is the way that you think about it. When you go down to to the beach for a week, you're like. I'm gonna surf, I'm gonna tear it up, I'm gonna own this. I'm gonna I'm gonna finally ascend to like looking like I know what I'm doing status. Talking turning a corner. Right. Yeah. Never happens, of course. Mm. So we go out there the first time. My and bo my board never got off the top of my car. So no matter what you say, I'm gonna be jealous. I did ride my bike a few times. How did that happen? Combination of weather and then logistics and well, I can't. I can't get anybody to go with me, in my family. Surprisingly, the boys are really into it, and I say that just because it's it's not easy, and it's very. And you, when you don't have anybody who's really instructing you, right? So we go out there, and um, it's a pretty big week, uh, waves wise, and it was one of those times where I was like, "Good lord!" It was really hard to get out past the breakers, and um. The waves broke in different places. It wasn't like a predictable, like this is where they're breaking every time. It's like sometimes it'd be like another 50 yards out, it's breaking and so you're like, oh crap, I'm too far in. 
So me and Lot go out there and we're like getting beat up and then I look back and like Shepard who doesn't get out past the breakers, he like just tries to surf the white water. Mm-hmm. He is really struggling and I just, I worry that his spirit's gonna get broken, you know. I, I, don't, I want him to have a good taste in his mouth. And then I kinda see that he's just sort of sitting outside of the water, sitting on the beach. So I'm like, I go back in, I haven't caught any waves. I've like totally wiped out a couple of times just because the waves were unpredictable and it just, I wasn't having a good time. Locke wasn't having a good time. Shepard had quit. So I like go and I'm like trying to help Shepard by like taking him out there and pushing him into the waves. But the, the, the undertow or the side toe was so intense that I could barely stay with him. I was like, man, did we pick a bad, oh, the, the beach was rocky. Yeah. And I'm like barefoot, I didn't bring my, bring my booties and I was like in the water like stepping on rocks and like my feet hurt and of course you're cold because you know, it's California. It's not looking good, right? And so this is day one and I'm like, oh man, is this, I knew this was gonna happen. I knew that the surfing wasn't gonna be good. I start saying things like that. Like you, you've always got your expectations set so high for how things are gonna go and how things are gonna be. And I, you know, I brought my regular surfboard and you're finally gonna be able to do regular surfing and not just stand up paddle boarding and the boys are gonna get good at, you know. None of that was happening. And so we kind of go inside a little bit defeated. And then the next day rolls around and there was a part of me that was just like, you know what, maybe you shouldn't force it. You shouldn't force it on yourself. Don't force it on your kids. Just, just, just vacate. Is that how, is that how you do vacation? You vacate? Yeah, definitely. Just continue vacating and don't worry about surfing. If it happens, it happens. So I'm kind of sitting up there in the condo. I can see the ocean and I can see some, uh, it's like mid-morning the next day and I see some, uh, like I didn't get up and go. I see some guys on paddle boards, which I hadn't seen before and they're kinda like getting some waves and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they and I can tell that they're old. Nice. Right? And I'm kind of in that age group. But th- these guys are like 60s, gray hairs. I mean, not that that makes you 60s. <laughs> but <laughs> these guys were old and I mean, even white hairs. And they are kind of killing it out there. So I'm like, screw it, I'm going. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ask the kids to go unless they wanna go. So I go down the steps, paddle out there, paddle, I'm like paddling around these old guys. I'm like, it is a little bit calmer today. Like it wasn't so hard to get out, that's nice. And I'm like talking to one of the guys, catching anything, he's like, oh yeah, every couple of minutes something comes along. I wasn't like, yeah, I've been watching you from my porch. <clears throat> and then I start noticing that the dolphins are out. The dolphins. And they're not just out. They're like putting on a show. What? What do you mean? Well. Hoops? Fire? Two and three dolphins at a time. Like, are they're swimming in these little pods and he, the, the, one of the old guys was like, yeah, the dolphins are really feeding today. They're like, you know, because they're like literally like swimming a couple of feet away from you and then like going under your board and then coming up on the other side and stuff. They know Amazing. that you're there, right? Oh yeah. And they know that you're an, another intelligent being and they know that you're into watching cool things. <laughs> and so. You think they're doing it for you? 
No, I think they're doing it because they're just expressing themselves, but they also know that it's cool. I mean, their brains are bigger than ours. Yeah, they they'd know be what, if they had they know thumbs, cool they'd be in charge. If they had thumbs, then they'd have hands, and that would look weird. <laughs> they wouldn't be nearly as agile if they had thumbs. I do realize that. I don't think they'd be cool, and they would know it. Then one of them jumps completely out no, of the water. I've never seen this. I've never seen this other than at SeaWorld, which we don't go to anymore because they don't, they don't treat them bad there. Com- completely out of the water? Total dolphin body, two feet out of the water, head to tail, complete out of Whoa. the water. What? 20 feet away. Wow. And I'm like, oh yeah. And then. Did you have a tear? No, I was just like, I'm, I, I, I said out loud to myself, Always choose the experience. That's, yeah. you know, I was just yeah. reminding myself, I was yeah. like, this is it, man. I know it's hard, you're not a great surfer, you're frustrated, you're kinda out of shape, and you're tall, and you don't have great balance, but look, you're out here, and look what's happening. The dolphins are putting on a free show. Then, yeah. there's a, 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 a one dolphin that was a little more weathered than the other ones. He okay. looked older, and darker and more worn. Okay. I noticed that every time he comes up, he's snorting. Like, <laughs> like through his blowhole. His blowhole is making a lot of noise. What? And I don't know if he was doing it to be cool okay. or if it's just a condition, but I appreciated it. It was like, wow, I mean, this this guy's making all this noise. You know, none of the rest of them are jumping and doing things, but this guy, he's making a lot of noise. Dad grunting. Yeah, and I appreciated that. And then. That's wild. And then a wave comes. And I'm like, now I had tried to catch a couple of waves. And again. put on a show for the dolphins. (laughs) Again, it's complicated. Do you know how when you're out, I'm out pretty, I'm out several hundred yards. You know, I'm way out in the ocean. Uh Because the way that the waves work at this particular beach, it's a beach break, is there's a, waves of a certain size break out there, and then they, so they break and there's white water, and then they kind of stop, and then they reform early, you know, further inside. Mm-hmm. But you wanna be out there, especially on a paddleboard, because you don't wanna have to get through those every time. So you're actually kind of surfing these waves on a first break way out there, and then kind of like as they kind of dissipate, you go back out and you, so mm-hmm. you surf and you never, like you never fall off your board, you never have to peel out of the wave, the wave just kind of dissipates, but you get a good like 10, 12 second surf, which is awesome. And then sometimes if the wave is big enough, it'll reconstitute while you're still in it and you'll catch the second break and take it all the way to the shore, right? Hmm. That did happen one time in the during the week. But anyway, I catch a wave and like, I don't look like an idiot and I do it right and I'm in the pocket and I'm like going sideways and I'm like, yeah, dolphins, I'm catching waves. And then as I'm paddling back out, there's another wave that's coming at me and I look into the wave and there's two dolphins surfing in the wave. What? Like, in, they're, 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 they're like, noses are just piercing out of the face of the wave and they're like, yeah, and they go right under my board. Really? Yeah. It, I mean, and that's not as cool as the time I was surfing with and the there dolphins. were dolphins on the wave with me, but I was just like, ah, this is this is why I'm here. 
And then, so that, that, the highlight of my trip, which, you know, the highlight of my life is when I caught a wave and the dolphins were on it. The highlight of my trip was just out there having chosen the experience, having a little bit of luck with surfing, but experiencing these dolphins. Dang, man, I'm envious. And then, uh, at that point, I come back and I tell my dolphin stories, and that kind of gets the boys kind of back into it. The rest of the week, we went out once, often twice a day. Locks catching waves, shepherds catching the waves on the inside. Um, and then the final day, uh, I actually met, so my, my therapist lives close by to this area, so I actually had my therapy appointment on the beach. <laughs> it was the most Southern California thing ever, walking <laughs> with your therapist down the beach, but I love everything about it. <laughs> and then, um, it was like, can't we have a, uh, can't we make a, why can't we surf during a, a, a therapy session? I mean, who says we can't do that? <laughs> so we did. Okay. And Locke came out, and this was a sun, that was literally watching the sunset while surfing, like the, saw the sun go over the horizon while surfing, and then big wave came, me and Locke catch it together. And I'm like, party wave! You always gotta say party wave when you two people catch a wave. And like, we're like, boards are like two feet apart. And we're like, big wave, flying on this wave. And I'm like, he, you know, we're both uh, regular footed, so he's in front of me, so he can't see me. I'm like yelling at him just so he understands that we're on this wave together. He's like looking back at me. And then like he totally wipes out right in front of me. Uh -huh. But and not after we had surfed for a good 10 seconds. I mean, it was like we got, we caught this wave. It was, it, it was great. And then that was it, that was the last. I was so tired by, after that. I didn't surf the morning of the last day. It was just like, boy, I'm out of shape. But I had some, had some special That's moments. That's amazing, man. Special moments. I'm so mad that it was you and not me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and also it just reminded me is like we got to. I mean, we got to get back out there. We got to get back out there I'm on, you, on, on I'm a more regular basis. It's just you know we're so far. We're we're so, we're so far. I mean, an hour from the people don't realize how big Los Angeles is. We're like an hour from the beach. But, yeah. Um. So you kind of have to make plans for it. But I do. I love the principle of as often as possible. Say yes to the experience. I love that. I love that. Now it's, it's your it's your week for the wreck. Oh, so um, uh, so wanna, yes to the experience. I want to get your get your wreck, but you know one of the things you talked about. I think I, I can since, since we kind of planned out what we're going to talk about for the next ear biscuit, we can give a teaser. You know, you were talking when we were talking about Lily at the top and talking about the mentality of coming out of COVID and like the things you find yourself thinking depending on your personality type. Um, I think has led to some 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 interesting instincts that go against what I thought I would be feeling at this point. Mm. What I'm talking about is joining a commune. Mm. As and, and we've started to talk about this, right? So we, we then we've saved it for for next week. We'll talk about um, are we are we going to move from quarantine to commune life? Because there are some legitimate opportunities that, that we could that we could do this. 
I'm into it. <laughs> so we'll talk about that next week, but give us the rec. Okay, my rec is television related, but it's quality television. I'm not gonna, re- I'm not gonna recommend 60 Days In. Uh, I'm gonna recommend, uh, this is typically typical dad, this is what I do. I recommend shows that have been out for a while, but you may have not watched them. Uh, Rami on Hulu, which so many people had told me to watch. And um, I just, you know, there's a lot of stuff to watch. But yeah. I started watching it just before spring break. So it's a, you know, half hour comedy featuring an Egyptian American guy who, uh, a Muslim Egyptian American guy who's kind of trying to balance his life as someone who has like a religious commitment but is also fully American and it's hilarious. It's, it's got a lot of heart and uh, there. I, first of all, you know, I. I don't have that, you know, I I don't have the Egyptian American Muslim experience personally, but I understand what it's like to grow up in a very religiously uh intense environment uh and culture and and also to kind of come to a place that sees that differently, you know, like in, in moving from the east coast to the west coast from North Carolina to California. Anyway, highly recommend it. One of my favorite shows. I mean, right, definitely right now. And they're still making it, I think, uh, and it's recently won you know, several awards and I think the third season is, is coming out at some point. But anyway, Rami on Hulu, I recommend it. Hashtag Ear Biscuits, let us know what you think, how you responding and processing these conversations. We enjoy reading those. And uh, we'll talk at you next week.